I can think of just off the top of my head three times I've gone to a restaurant and experienced something unprecedented that um, I just remember and in two times it was something bad and one time it was something that ended up being bad but seemed good at the time um, one time for my sister's birthday we went to this it's a, it was a burger restaurant it was in South Austin and it was relatively new I don't think it was very popular it was just in a strip mall but I can't remember what it's called like Jersey Boy Burgers or something basic like that mm-hmm. and we went in we were a big table we were a table of eight and we sat down everything was normal we ordered the server was kind of eh, whatever like I don't even remember him very well but he seemed like he didn't really know what was going on he didn't under like he was just he's probably just hired because I think the place just opened um, well anyway fast forward to 20 minutes after we order and none of us are complaining none of us are or you know I understand what a restaurant is it's like I'm chill I just eventually bring me my food please that's all I really expect so anyway 20 minutes after we ordered the waiter comes over and says Hey, um, there's an enormous fire in the kitchen. Your burgers are going to take a little bit longer. <laughs> there's, a, there's a huge grease fire, and we can't uh, seem to put it out. So oh, my God. Your your burgers are on hold at the moment. <laughs> do y'all want, like, some extra drinks or something? And we were – some. I mean, the way he phrased it was – as though they were going to just continue business as usual (laughs) after they got rid of the fire. So we were like, okay, well, I mean, we didn't ask a lot of questions, but my thought was, well, how long is it going to take? I'm not being impatient. I just need like a ballpark. Like how long are we going to be sat here? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, it it could be a minute, but, and he was very nebulous about the figure of like, (laughs) so, we're like, okay, whatever, you know, we're fine. Just whenever they're ready, I guess. And, you know, another uh, 20 minutes goes by. And he keeps coming back and being real nervous about stuff, just like refilling waters, but like, he doesn't really want to talk to us. And <laughs> we, at some one point we've been waiting there after we ordered for uh, about 45 minutes, maybe closer to an hour. And he finally brings the first burger out, and it's just one of eight. And he said, we were able to cook this one. <laughs> and oh, my God. I don't know what's going through this <laughs> like, guy's like mind. Like the grease fire is, like, is 90% is of the <laughs> kitchen, but there's 10%, and they can so still do one salvaged. little burger over there. <laughs> no, he brings it out, and he sets it down in front of my sister's friend, Caitlin, and he says whatever it is. And nobody ordered this thing. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was was alien. No, and no one can figure. It's like, did anyone order this? And nobody knows who it's actually for, because it wasn't actually ordered by our table. And so at that point, the next time he came over, we were like, "Hey, dude, um, we're probably just gonna leave. Like, can we? We just want to pay for the drinks. We just." We would like to exit this scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can be kind of trapped in a restaurant. Yeah. In that way, you're kind yeah. of stuck there if you've already ordered something. Because mm-hmm. you need the waiter to give you enough time to let you pay for it. Right. <clears throat> and he was like, oh, don't leave. It's going to be just a second. Like, we're almost through this. Like, just just one more minute. Uh, and so, we're like, okay, whatever. We're good. Like, 
we're not being rude we're just we're fine whenever it's ready and 15 more minutes <sighs> god <laughs> and uh i think he brought out somebody's hot dog <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and god! Like some more fries or something. <laughs> you guys were totally being. I mean, like at some point, your time is worth more than uh, than waiting there for some freaking hamburgers too. Well, also bear in mind this waiter was not very responsive. So talking yeah. to him was like I we weren't getting any answers at all. He was yeah. like non. Every question was sort of just like um <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> yeah. So after after that, somebody ate the hot dog and we just put down cash on the table and just left because you know I was starting to feel like I was accruing secondhand stress just like oh yeah, like yeah I can yeah. feel this guy's life is basically over <laughs> no, no coming back from this oh man that that does yeah. remind me of a couple of uh, of a couple of I guess my worst so I oh, I have a couple of them like now I suppose but anyways, so that was yeah, that, yeah. that was one of your experiences, right? Well, the, the other one was recently, relatively. Um, so I went to, there's a little taco place, maybe. It's like a three-minute walk from here. It's called El Taquito. It's a terrible restaurant. The food is so bad, but it's just greasy, and it's awful, but it's good. Like, it tastes good. Oh, know? okay. I was like, so, it, it's wonderful. What are you talking about? It's a taco place, and that's it's just like a greasy taco place mm-hmm. so i went in there i think this was also on a saturday night and i rode my bike there i mean it only takes me 30 seconds to get there mm-hmm. but i kind of placed a, a decently sized order and at this point there's maybe four different groups in the restaurant i think i put an order for like eight tacos i was ordering for somebody else or a couple of other people and so i put the order in on their little self-ordering station and it goes through to them, and then they eventually they you get a little ticket, and they call your number, and it's all counter service. There's no server. Mm-hmm. So I go sit at a table, and I'm just sitting there on my phone just waiting. And gradually, people start coming in and coming in, and I don't, I don't notice this as like 10 or 15 minutes have gone by since my food. I put my food in, which is, you know, no alarm bells are ringing. That's normal. Mm-hmm. But the place is getting really crowded, and I'm, I'm just like, I look up from my phone 15 minutes after I order and I'm like wow there's like a lot of people in here Mm -hmm. and then I start to understand that something has gone terribly wrong (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the issue is but somewhere in the kitchen something's gone wrong and the employees are are racing around look is out of their minds and very gradually but exponentially increasing was the because no food was coming out none at all zero okay. so all these like i don't know where my order was in the list or even how they kept track of their orders whether it was paper tickets or on a computer screen but nothing no progress had been made in the now 25 minutes that i had been there <laughs> and but people had continued to come in and use the order screens to order stuff <laughs> <laughs> so every table and there's probably 16 tables in the place is now taken by people waiting for food and there's a crowd of, I'd say, to maybe 15 to 25 people waiting near around the counter. Okay, so that's a lot that of food. That is an insane that's a amount lot of, people. of people. Yeah. yeah. And these people are getting very upset. <laughs> they're, they're, and now they're standing at the, I'm sitting there over away, just mm-hmm. kind of watching. But there's people 
crowding the counter where food comes out and yelling because the kitchen's only five feet away. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like pretty you visible. Can, you can yeah. see it's yeah. right yeah. there. And yelling, where's my food? This is what, this is what, I, and it's just like trying to compete with each other. And yeah. But I mean, so I already paid like $35 for my food. So I'm like, okay, well I have to sit here mm-hmm. and wait. Yeah. Or else I just paid $35 and when my food comes up, they're gonna be confused because nobody's gonna yeah, 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 yeah. accept it. So a couple of orders start coming out and I can see they're really, really big orders. And these people are very, they're the type of customer that you give them the bag and the first thing they do is set it on the counter and open up every piece of everything to make sure that it's right. And crowd out the entire spot where right. everything else happens. So a couple of orders start coming out and lo and behold, they're wrong. Okay. <laughs> so now they you got food going both ways over the window. People handing individual tacos to employees that don't know what they are. Yeah, which is and always a good scenario. Oh yeah. Bear you in know mind, those things are going straight in the trash. None of the employees speak English. So it's all very confusing. Oh my gosh. For everybody involved. This just sounds like chaos. So at this and I had th- I'd been there for maybe 45 minutes and I was starting to just feel a little hopeless. <laughs> Cuz I'm like I'm looking at my order number and I think they've gone past it. <laughs> which, oh. <laughs> which means which, how is that possible? But I can't really oh. tell because I can't understand the numbers they're saying anyway cuz when they yell whoever's doing the yelling is just boy <laughs> take I'm like I don't know what that is. So I, every time an order comes up I kind of see if someone else is grabbing it and I'm like maybe it could be mine. Uh-huh. So eventually I get up <laughs> And I go stand at the front with everybody else, and it's just like a fucking madhouse. Like you, it's like a gladiatorial arena, like, <laughs> like calling for the cooks to be executed and shit. It's people are fucking angry as hell, and the staff looks like they all want to die. And I go up to the counter, and I'm just standing there, and I say, <laughs> and I finally get somebody's attention, and he barely speaks English, but I'm like, hey, listen, I just I need I just want my money back. Like I just want to leave. Yeah. Just please refund me. Yeah. And he says, um, he does this. He says, makes the card motion. Yeah. So he's like, and I say, no, I already paid. I already paid. He says, no, no, no. I, and he say, what he's saying is he needs my card to perform a refund. Okay. But I don't know. What, I've never experienced. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't need a card to perform right, a refund. Right, 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 I right. just refund the food. Right. So he's like, I need your card, I need your card, I need your card. And he's yelling at me. He's like, card, card, card. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already gave it to you guys earlier. <laughs> and so oh I finally give it to him, and I, I, it's like, oh, okay, I get, I get it. He refunds me, and I leave, and I am so glad that I don't think I've ever been back there. But it was, it felt, like, dangerous. Like, yeah. it felt like I was, like, you know when you're out and about somewhere, and you realize that... <clears throat> I feel like this sometimes at festivals. You yeah. realize that things are a little out of control. It escalates a little like, too far for your Things comfort. have escalated, yeah. and people are a little bit out of control. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's scary. It's kind of That's how I yeah. felt in that yeah. scenario, in that restaurant. That's wild. Like, people were furious, and, like, they were fucking animals. And I was like, <laughs> I got to get out of here, but then man. It's like they don't realize that that... That energy going into the kitchen doesn't help things at all. It just makes it exponentially worse when you're on the other side of that. 
Well, the kitchen was giving it right back to him. <laughs> they were, they were well, just like why. sitting there taking it. They were like, this is your taco. Take it. He's like, this is not my taco. I ordered a different taco. Meanwhile, the guy yeah. in the back, card, card. <laughs> yeah. God, that sounds like a sketch or something. It was such it a cute, it was great. so many people in there, and it was a small restaurant. <laughs> I started to feel very afraid for my safety, and I just, I had to get out of there. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I've been there multiple times. That's never happened to me. But yeah. yeah, it was. that. It is so close quarters that the vivid imagery really, it, I get it. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, yeah. So so that, that reminds me of one uh, when I was in, uh, on my Brazil study abroad, and so it, not good at portuguese at all (laughs) and uh we stop at this little food truck place and so we're walking through this little food truck city and there's maybe like 40 different types of food trucks at this big park everyone's getting food and then going and playing around and stuff like a whole community thing so we we kind of walk through me and and one of my friends and we're looking at the ones that we like and then we circle back and we're going to go to this this like brazilian barbecue um little trailer so we order, it's kind of complicated. We get the orders in, pay in cash or whatever. And we step back, maybe three or four other groups start going through and everything before us has been fine. Like there's people getting their food as we're paying, everything's going going according to plan. And then all of a sudden, like they give out some stuff and then they stop. And like, there's two guys in this tiny little, this little trailer and it's, I mean, it's sort of the same scenario where it's close quarters, right? I mean, they're in a little fucking trailer. Half of it's open where you can see them inside and a fire breaks out and uh, and they literally like back out of the trailer and they're like spraying it down with, oh, no. with like a fire extinguisher and they like extinguish the whole thing and there's just smoke going up, like the fire department showing up, <laughs> other people are coming over to help. And um, and one of the guys comes out and he has this little keypad and like this other couple is just like, well, whatever. This Brazilian couple is like, well, whatever. We, we want our money back and we're leaving. And so this guy's giving people their money back uh, like as their trailer is still like fuming smoke. Oh, and the no. fire department's there and the guy was like all, like almost crying and then my buddy was like let's just let him keep it and and <laughs> yeah. not ask for our money back because it's Good so Lord. it's such a cringing situation where it's like it's, you have to ask this guy in front of his like melting trailer <laughs> if you can have your his money life back. has just gone up in flames and you're taking the last of his penny yeah Dude, that, oh, it was yeah. so awkward there, there were there, there were people like other groups that had ordered behind us were standing with us and he's sitting there and he just looks so defeated and he's trying to like make him uh, sign stuff and we're just like ah uh, no we'll that, let him that keep sounds it like an episode of curb your enthusiasm yeah, <laughs> yeah. larry david goes up and he says um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was awkward it was awkward to say the least oh um, man and i i had another one uh when i was still up in lubbock at um bj's whatever that brewery microbrewery chain is or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. And it was a large party with like 10 or 12 people and it was probably an hour before they even got us drinks yeah and that place has gone downhill huh yeah <laughs> and it was like another hour but i've had bad service there the two or three times i've been it's been terrible but yeah the, I, I think the, the the brazilian food truck 
takes the cake because i mean i <laughs> just to watch your order literally go up in flames and the worst part was my buddy and i's orders were probably the ones that they were cooking that caught their trailer on fire so <laughs> that's probably even better <laughs> that did we you, didn't ask did you, for our money back put, put some uh, water in my hot oil please yeah <laughs> <laughs> special give order <laughs> give them an uh, order that makes fire <laughs> Uh, um, I just want water and hot oil in my <laughs> Yeah, you could get right on that, please. A little bit of seasoning oh, to top it off. One of my favorite, like, wait, waiter or waitress, like, waiting malpractices that I've ever heard was actually from, I don't know, I don't, we can edit this out or whatever. It was your sister was telling us one time. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, she, um, she was waiting on this table with a baby. And she was refilling up everyone's waters. It was red tea. It was red tea. It was raspberry hibiscus tea. Okay, I'm sorry. And so she was, <clears throat> she was filling up someone's tea, and uh, the baby, like, reached up like it wanted some. And so her jokingly was like, "Oh, you want some?" She kind of jokingly was gonna fake pour the tea for the baby, but she actually pours the tea into the baby's <laughs> face. <laughs> Much oh my to God. The, the horror of her and the surrounding uh, the party. Yeah, she. So I don't know. She it's, poured hot tea on a baby's face. No, I don't think it was hot tea. It was, no. It was, oh, okay. It would have been room temperature. Yeah. Okay. Tea. Maybe but, it might have had ice in it. You never know. Could have been cold tea. Yeah. A couple of, yeah, couple yeah. of chunks of ice bounce off the kid's face. It's so um, funny to think of just yeah. like. Imagine just being at a restaurant and some the server intentionally pours tea <laughs> on, someone, on, on someone you're with or or your baby. Either uh, way, just oh. or one of your friends. You're like, you want some? <laughs> <laughs> take that, motherfucker! <laughs> you're across uh, the you're across the restaurant. What's that? I'll take I'll take that. That looks fun. Yeah, the hibiscus tea facial. <laughs> mm. Yep. Open up those pores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Solid well, chunks of ice. Daniel, have you ever? Um, can you remember the biggest tip that you ever left? The biggest tip that I've ever left. Uh, I I bought I bought my parents and I dinner for Mother's Day or maybe my mom's birthday last year, and I want to say it was probably like a two hundred dollar two hundred dollar bill, and I left like a forty dollar tip. I did twenty percent on it. That's probably yeah. the biggest. I usually don't have I it's rare that I would have anything over that or want to pay anything over that. <laughs> right. Over 20%? <clears throat> no, I'm over that amount. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Um, but I do I do generally like try to tip 20 or 30% when I can. I always feel guilty for like it's funny that we talked about it before, but I'll have like really good experiences with like 15 or $20 checks. And I'll leave them like another, like five, ten bucks on them sometimes, but I mean it really does depend on the 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 wind. But yeah, I usually don't leave anything less than twenty percent ever, even if I have bad service. Yeah, I just it yeah, makes yeah. me cringe to not do it because I've I've been on the other side, so I know what it feels like. Because hmm. a lot I of times I, I there were things that happened that weren't my fault, but they never knew, and and I wasn't tipped because they perceived it was my fault, which it wasn't. So. But there's also times that I fucked with tables, so. <laughs> <laughs> or, or times where it is your fault and you say, oh, those kitchen dumb fucks. Let me go get them in line for you. Yeah. 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 Nah, sorry, the kitchen messed that up for you. <laughs> I had, I had, <laughs> I, what, one time I, fix I, it. I, I had a, I had a 26 top once and I Ouch. think, 
I think maybe 10 of them. It was like... Wait, by yourself? Yeah, but it was... No. Twenty. If you get over like 15 people, it's just terrible because they... Uh, but not a twi- sorry, not a 26 top. It was probably more like... I'm trying to think. It was... It must have been like 18 because I want to say 10 of them were kids and then it was four couples, four sets of parents or whatever. And they all divvied it up afterwards and it was like a coursed out meal and everything so i had it all on one check because i thought i was going to drop it to one person and they were going to pick it up and then split it that way with just like evenly across their cards but they wanted it itemized so i had to go back and split off i mean however many items that is for three or four courses on appetizers drinks entrees desserts um across 18 people and they were like, all right, well, we want to leave. Like, it's nighttime. We're trying to go. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I got to split these off into different checks. So I'm trying to do it real quick. And they were the only table left. And one of the ladies literally walked into the back server area and was like, do you need help? And I was like, all I could do wow. would be like, really, bitch? You come do this and see how difficult these computers are. But obviously, uh, I couldn't say that. But yeah, yeah it was terrifying. Splitting a check 18 ways having not done it from the beginning of the table sounds like mm, literal hell well yeah <laughs> I, yeah it was especially probably on an great. old pos right like that's not that was nothing that was fancy no i mean that was what eight years ago no so i i, I would have <clears throat> had let's just say all these different things on check one and then i needed to do uh four different four additional checks so i had to open up check two three four five and i was moving one thing from one to two and then this other thing from one was with check three and then this other thing from one like i literally had to go back to one pull it and then take it to this direct spot and it's not mm. a fluid process at all so fun. i'm, I'm trying much- to do this and this lady's like poking her head around not and not playfully like do you need help and i'm like really really stephanie come back here like help me out let's see, <laughs> let's see how good you are at this having no idea what you're doing do i need help like i like i'm gonna be standing back there like smoking an e-cig or something and i'm gonna be like oh that's right i gotta get you that check oh yeah. shit i got it split up right here already done <laughs> i mean that's it's much easier if you um if you go from the beginning with the mindset that they're gonna want their check split but sometimes you don't have time to do that yeah i don't remember you, what the what the circumstances were for the night but i got burned that night got burned but i had the gratuity automatic gratuity thrown on it so that saved my nice. bacon but i had yeah. one table that threw a fit we had, it was when I was working at the smaller restaurant that was, we could do maybe 40 people and we had a 28 top and they took all the tables except for one. And then I had a six top and they came up there to celebrate their grandmother's birthday. Meanwhile, there were kids on scooters and it was like a complete zoo because this massive family with 14 couples and 14 kids occupied the rest of the restaurant and had the full attention of the rest of the staff and this other table thought they were going to have a peaceful night and they threw a major fit like yelled at my manager who was probably a couple years older than i was at the time and then gave her i think they gave her like all he had in cash or something i think he just gave her like 250 dollars in cash and was like this is for the server i'm not paying my bill and then they all left and she straight up just came and handed me the cash and I was like, I don't want to take this. I want to put this towards their meal. And she's like, no, this is your tip. And she was like in tears. I was like, that is a wow. terrible table. That dude is an asshole. So it's one of those things you can do when you're, I don't know how they resolved it, but it's because it was the whole resort thing. So yeah, 
they probably got comped a whole bunch of shit after that to make up for their bad experience. <clears throat> so yeah, oops. But sorry. Yeah, I had one table and made a fucking almost three bills, but it was like the nastiest tip that I ever had. It was, it was blood yeah. money. He felt blood, dirty. It was blood money. I felt yeah. so dirty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Know we, I mean, I get <clears throat> get that all the time. I don't know why this is the expectation in restaurants that if you don't like your food, you don't have to pay for it. Or it's some people, so they'll mm. eat everything and then they'll feel the need to tell you afterward, I didn't really like it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see they're saying it pretty pointedly and they want me to be like, is that so? Yeah. <laughs> they want me to take it from your bill. Yeah. It's, it's Usually I'm like, Okay, Sorry? well, don't come back. <laughs> if you didn't eat it, then maybe okay let's talk about this do you want something no. else here are your options number yeah. one do you want me to do you want us to make it again mm-hmm. try to make it better no okay number two do you want something else mm-hmm. <coughs> no okay number three i'll take it from you you don't pay for it deal okay but if you ate it if you finished it completely options then one what then three why are, are we struck. talking about this yeah, yeah. Just, like, yeah. i'm sorry that you didn't like it but yeah, it's not like it's not yeah. like you had to eat like ox penis on your <laughs> factor, you know. Like it's, it's not like oh god, I had to force myself to finish all that and it was terrible. It's like no, you you ate a spinach omelet and th- like this is your bed lying. Yeah. You have to pay for this shit now. I didn't really uh, like it. It's okay. like one, it's like one of those life hack things where people are like, oh, there's like a whole YouTube video on it. It's like yeah, you can go to a restaurant and say you don't like it, and then you can just tell them that and not pay right yeah intimidate the wait yeah. staff <laughs> yeah make an angry face keep your hard-earned money the actually the closest i've ever gotten and i still didn't do it i would never i don't think i would ever do it unless i thought it was intentional that my food was messed with or made improperly but was at kirby lane when i got the salmon benedict do i don't think either of you were there with me that time but as soon as the plate hit the table this foul odor filled up all three of our noses. I think it was me, Hart, and Dylan. And they were just like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And I tried I tried so hard to get through the hollandaise-covered like slice of salmon that I put in my mouth. Dude, it made me want to vomit immediately. I, I pushed it off to the side, and I was just like, I waved down a server. I was like, can you please take that away? I It is making me physically ill. Yeah. And they're like, I'm so, so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. I... I'm gonna pay for it. It's fine. I just I can't. No, and like, that's like Are the, you sure? that's like a rare ex- example of you yeah. n- not having to pay for the, it. The thing is, I didn't know if if it was that they messed it up or if that's just what it was supposed to be, and I just didn't like it. Mm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to order it. Have you had hollandaise like, sauce before? There's always. I'm, no I chance. hadn't had it before. No, oh. well, hollandaise sauce is delicious. There's no chance yeah, it was the hollandaise. Yeah, it, it I don't know been, what it, it was. Uh, it must have been something sauce with sour. Is just melted melted butter and eggs. Okay, so it wasn't that. It could have just been something went bad. Yeah. yeah which, I'm, in that case, you are completely in the right. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I, I ate a piece of it. I didn't get sick later. It did smell really bad, and everyone else admitted that. You, you shouldn't have I had salmon didn't. with hollandaise sauce that smelled really bad. Salmon shouldn't smell really bad, and hollandaise sauce shouldn't smell really bad, unless and, one of those I mean, things was grossly outdated. Presumably, yeah. it was smoked salmon if it was a breakfast item. Yeah. So it's not like they were freshly cooking fish back there. Yeah. yeah. 
That's the other thing. It's brave to order like a whole thing of salmon at Kirby. It's brave to order Central fish Texas. at a restaurant that doesn't specialize in fish. That's true. Yeah. yeah. This is in my early 20s yeah. when I was much younger and <laughs> stupider. But no, I, yeah. But even then, like I said, I just I didn't feel comfortable taking the restaurant's money because I didn't know that it was, I didn't know that it was done wrong. I didn't know it was on purpose. I didn't know what anything. I just like, to me, it was like this could or could not have been prepared incorrectly, and I, I'm just gonna stomach this one. I'm just gonna so eat the price. So for our listeners, what Richie's saying is take a vial of something small and putrid and pour it on your plate <laughs> once you've completed two-thirds of the meal and then tell them you got to a spot where it's completely inedible and disgusting have them yeah, smell it go. and refund your money i know that smell that's calvin klein trust me <laughs> <laughs> mixed with hollandaise <laughs> uh, it smells a little edgy confident mm. <laughs> that's the most confident <laughs> hollandaise sauce i've ever smelled edgy and confident uh, i could i could talk all day about cruises look at this kitty this is one of the troublemakers talking about cruises as in like a cruise ship yeah that's where i was for the whole week on a cruise ship cruising for a cruising cruising yeah seven days in the caribbean in the Caribbean. Didn't even respond to my text. I couldn't. I didn't have internet or... No, but you saw it when you got back. Did yeah. I? No, I didn't. Cruise ships don't get Wi-Fi? You have to pay for it. It's super expensive. Wow. Like the, the premium package is like 120 For it's, the, for you're the worth trip? It. Yeah. For the week. For the, for the trip. You could pay... I think it's like the... The cheapest thing you could buy was five dollars for the app to text the other people on the cruise ship. So like you could communicate with each other on the ship, but not with the outside world. Did you? No, didn't do that. Who were you cruising with? My immediate family. Cruising? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Cruise ship's pretty big. Seems like it'd be easy to get lost, like an amusement park. I guess. I think if you spent seven days in an amusement park, you'd get used to it. You know? <laughs> I think I have killed myself before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an amusement park where you can eat forever. So if you're bored, you eat. If you're lonely, you eat. If wait. you're if you're lost, you stop and you eat until you find <laughs> your way. So wait, you walk into a restaurant and you don't have to pay? Correct. Because you're on the cruise. You're a guest. Right. Well, you've you say, give me this, and they say, all right. Your ticket prepaid for the food for most of it huh. there are places where you can get ritzy meals for extra money but for the most part everything is uh, prepaid ritzy like they, meals dart don't chew yeah. that you dumb fuck dart <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> dart stop what are you doing that's much better what do you have to say for yourself buddy <laughs> <laughs> here but yeah it's good yeah the, there's like their places there had a, like a steakhouse on uh on the lido deck that was 38 dollars a person which was extra if you wanted to go there but otherwise you just like like you pay 38 dollars to go to the restaurant even if you don't order anything like you walk in the door it's like a buffet oh, I but see. it's service steakhouse buffet well it's not a buffet it's like <laughs> a buffet that it's like it's a flat <laughs> fee but they uh they just bring whatever you order but for the most part, most of the food was free. 
which was nice. They have a 24-7 uh, pizza place, too, which was the hot spot. They probably made 4,000 pizzas over the course of the trip. No, way more 24 than 7 holy cow yeah like i I, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't sleep one night and so i was walking around the ship at like 1 a.m and i went to just on a whim i went to the pizza place to see if like there was anyone there and there was like 50 people at 1 a.m just getting pizza <laughs> gotta get some pizza bro gotta sober up after all that that party booze yeah yeah honestly a cruise ship sounds like fun but whenever i think of going on a cruise i always imagine you know other interesting like i'm not saying i'm interesting but people that are interesting being on the cruise ship and what i mean by that is people my age young people mm -hmm. to like meet and talk to and right. perhaps you know so <laughs> but I, just, <laughs> I just don't feel like that's what it's like in reality it's probably a lot of uh, mm. no it's it's all walks of life i mean there's all ethnicities all ages <laughs> all all family situations i got i mean i got hit on a couple times by various people which was interesting the 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 premier uh hitting on uh scenario was the uh jewelry manager for one of the jewelry stores it was this guy named jonathan and he huh. was, <laughs> so i mean they, this they, was your best they come encounter at you, they come at you from all angles there's another lady who asked me to two-step right outside of the the cruise club that's always popping at like midnight uh, decided against it i also feel yeah that it's a sort of the people that go on cruises don't really overlap a lot with the people i encounter in my everyday life i feel like you know the people I mean? that go on cruises don't encounter many people and they're they only encounter like other cruise people in regular life <laughs> yeah they just they're no. just like they hang out with other people that do cruises what it's kind like, of what it's kind like of the pedestal people you that go rving together like my parents like like when they go down there it's like all these rving people that it's like their life yeah I mean, it's, I, a, it's I, an rv yeah. scene it's the scene yeah. i'm not it's a like part a of some lifestyle. like secret cruise uh, uh goer society uh, no, what are you, you talking about man you're, you're been an on a lot of cruises you this is what your sixth or seventh cruise this is my fourth cruise i mean that's still a lot i'm not downplaying yeah. it but yeah but i'm still like i this isn't like the illuminati of the ocean it's it it's, might be no <laughs> it's very much casual like the oceanic like said, illuminati they have all kinds of people they all they all do their own thing. Hmm. Hey, but I saw I saw a picture of a monkey. You had a monkey on you. Yeah, you that was written by a monkey. That was the yeah, that was the excursion on uh Roatan, which is an island off the coast of Honduras. They had a little I can't remember what it's called, the Gambolina Park or something like that, where they had uh macaws and uh capuchin monkeys and iguanas and all kinds of other tropical critters. These weird huh. little like capybara looking rabbit things that were skittish. But yeah, the monkeys would just climb all over you and they had a couple people there giving them sunflower seeds, so they would bait them to come across your shoulder and like just chill while they fed them sunflower seeds. It was really cool. Huh. Was, they're cute. Cruise like, people like that know. kind of stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I've a, I mean a cruise ship's kinda like a, it's like a reverse museum, except you're in the exhibit looking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, if you think about it, it's like you, you, you're you signing up to do a sampler plate of locations, right? You're not going to vacation in any one of these spots. You're just kind of like testing the waters in each spot. 
Like you're not gonna, you, it's like to decide whether you wanna go back to Belize for a week or you wanna go back to Cozumel for a week or whatever and spend more time there. You're just I mean, like. I mean, sure, but you're going, you're not like going to, you're going to the, the predetermined tourist spot, Disneyland style, uh, you know, attraction at each place. You can. And you say. Yeah, but you can also do your own thing. I mean, you have to pay extra for the excursions once you get there. So you stop, and then you try to get off the boat, and they're like, "Did you? Do you have your get, get off? Get <laughs> no, off. you can take it. <laughs> you can leave. I mean, that's as long as you you're back on the boat by the time the boat leaves, you can do whatever you want at port. So you could drive as far away from the port as possible, you know, half of the time that yeah. it takes, and then drive immediately back. See how far you get. Like, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> ill-advised. Terribly <laughs> yeah. ill-advised. You said you had to pay extra for the excursions. What do you mean? So. If you wanted to go, I mean, it's it's per location, but like to do the monkeys thing, it was, let's you're, say, like a hundred dollars extra. You're talking about you get off the ship, you didn't pay anything, and now you say, I want to go see some fucking monkeys. Well, you, you can say. do it that <laughs> way, or you can bucks. book it. You can book it uh, okay, beforehand. So they have like a, a catalog. Yeah, like, like a ma- a manifest of all the things you can do in each place for sure. Or you just go find a monkey. Do they charge you for it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you find your own monkey. <laughs> Hey, I got this one. <laughs> fucking cheating the system <laughs> over like, here. I got my own monkey. They're like, does he like sunflower seeds? <laughs> no, he doesn't seem that into them. Oh, that one's not ours. <laughs> Put them down. Uh, no, yeah, you could totally do that. I think you can probably even visit the places on your own and pay a different entry fee that's less, and you just don't get a tour guide. What you if know you what? timed it perfectly where you just went in with the cruise people and they didn't know? I'm sure it's happened. Like, yeah, I'm with them. That's a stow. That's what uh, Jack did in Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just sto- yeah. A stowaway. Well, yep. You, but yeah. But yeah. But instead of being on the ship with everybody, you just just happen to also be in those towns. You just well, plan yeah. it out perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So you just drive like the boat. You, everyone comes into port, does their thing, goes out for the day. The boat goes to the next city. You get in your car. You drive down to that <laughs> next city. <laughs> it's a driving tour of South America. That's kind of cool. Yeah, might not be a bad idea. Just, just kind of blend it perfectly. in. You just have to be as fast as a cruise ship. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, easy. No, yeah, they're only going like 18, 19 knots. It's not, it's not like they're blazing. Yeah, yeah, it's just a floating hotel. So they, they have comedians on board. Uh, it, it two different, so they have two different sets of two comedians for the first half and second half, so four in total. And what they'll do is they'll they'll get on with everybody in the beginning and then halfway through the cruise they'll get off and not get back on and fly back to wherever they're from or wherever they're going and two more will fly into the same port and then get on the ship and then continue until it docks back at Galveston at the end of the the end of the ride and that seemed kind of weird like is why that why not just keep the same two yeah like what yeah. you don't want to get stale or I have them all four all the whole time I don't know it's probably saving money for the cruise line or something maybe I mean, I figured if you're a professional comedian, you have to be able to do, you know, four or five sets worth of material, right? Like, you can't just only have, like, one set and then you're like, well, oh, long I'm out. Sets? Like, half an hour? Well, I mean. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They should have way more than that. Right? That's what I was you, thinking. How good are you that you're flying in for a half hour set and you're flying out? They honestly like, do. Yeah. They do, like, Tuesday, I'm in New York. Thursday, <laughs> I'm doing the cruise ship. Just Friday, just so they, I'm they, in Chicago. They do two two half hour sets a day for three days on the cruise so that's three hours of material well i mean truly that's quite a bit of material but i'm sure they're repeating it well okay uh, well I, I mean just do some crowd work 
imagine you're a comedian and you're touring. You probably don't have a lot of repeat, um, you know, audience viewers. members. Like similar to a band that when they tour, they play music that hasn't yet been released. Let's say you're a big comedian and you have a Netflix special. You're probably hitting some of the like classics, you know, like you're playing your stairway to heaven for the crowd or whatever joke it is they want to hear. But you're also doing new stuff. Yeah. In person. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I mean, hmm. <clears throat> I think I, John Mulaney had that problem with, uh, I guess he did a, a, a joke on a late night show that he had recorded on his Netflix special and people were complaining about it. They're like, we already know this shit, you know? Yeah. But like, he doesn't get to control that because people can just look at anything because mm. the internet's vast. Or just be funny all the time. Be fresh, original, just yeah. new stuff all the time. You're on a cruise ship. Always be improving. I don't know. I just thought it was really odd. <clears throat> Anybody see those monkeys today? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? <clears throat> a cruise ship kind of, it's very appealing to me. Um, and I think I get the same feeling about it as I used to get about a school field trip. That's what it feels like. It feels like, to me, having not gone on one, it feels like it would be like being on the bus to Six Flags in school, but specifically being mixed in and amongst classes that I normally wouldn't be. Right. So, you know, perhaps kids in the school that I didn't know very well were mm-hmm. now like in my, like talking to me and stuff. And it's very exciting. Just new people in a new location doing new things. That's what it makes me, it gets, ma- makes me excited as if I'm going to the UIL field trip mm. at Six Flags. I could see that. There's definitely some of that vibe there for sure. But there's, like, there's, what's, what's this guy about? Yeah. What what did what did you what did you feel going on it? <laughs> I mean, so I I done. I mean, being your fourth one, you're yeah. Such a, a you know, I'm such a veteran now. Veteran. Really jaded. You know, I just don't. I just don't <laughs> enjoy things anymore. This has to be the best of the best. I need to watch two people fight to the death to get any kind of rise in my adrenaline. Do they have a coliseum there? <laughs> they use the swimming pool? <laughs> yeah. They say, get in there. They got like, a, it's like karaoke. There's a list. They're like, all right, John, you're next. <laughs> Cindy's dead. Get in. I got $20 on Cindy. No, I mean, it was, it was cool. I'd done the monkeys thing before, but the monkeys were more, I felt like, interactive this time. So it was... It was still cool. It was they fresh. Got, they got better training. They got better training. Yeah, yeah they, they had better sunflower seeds. Well, they had been in monkey school longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is the uh, where is it where they have the pigs? There's like the beach pigs in Cancun or something like that. No, I haven't can, heard that. You're like walk around on the coast and they have these two or three hundred pound like blonde and black beach pigs that people mm. pet. Yeah, that's that sounds like something I'd want to do. Oh, I thought well, or that's, what, that's what I'm going on a cruise for. I've seen there's one where you like swim with stingrays. Yeah, that's in uh, Cayman Islands, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've done that one before. That was it was like ten years ago. It was cool. Uh, not a stingray guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about <clears throat> why do people go to places like this? It's because of the natural scenery, right? Like the beauty. Like I saw a picture online. Somebody posted a picture of Bora Bora. Okay, and I don't even know where Bora Bora <laughs> is. I assume it's in Polynesia somewhere. But the water was crystal clear. It was like glass. Yeah. And it was perfectly blue. And it was like a big, it looked like big, green, hilly. There's a mountain, like a cliff. And there's straw huts everywhere. And it was just the most beautiful picture I've ever seen. But the comments were, don't ever go to Bora Bora. Worst place I've ever been to unless you have millions of dollars. And it makes me think that every if I go somewhere like this, 
I'm going to be disappointed and left feeling sour because nah. I couldn't afford anything good. Nah. You know, I'd be like, I'm staying in like some Pueblo hut <laughs> six miles inland. I'm like, all right, take, take me to the beach. I have 50 bucks. Can I go? <laughs> well, I mean, think, you're, think you're getting a more authentic experience. You're not getting the, the tourism fed like... Well, super sure overpriced bullshit stuff you're going inland and you're experiencing what the locals do you yeah. get better food you get Mugged. more interesting people <laughs> depends on better you i gotta, guess but also there, there's a thousand blogs on every destination place out there like how to get through and be cheap and like yeah enjoy life so while you're there my dad just very recently he was talking seriously he said i want to move to costa rica okay and so that got me thinking well let me do some research for you you know it can't be that hard and I did not encounter one encouraging thread online, <laughs> not even one. They're like, don't ever walk at night like anywhere. Don't go out, stay in your house. Don't look anybody in the eye. Just like, <laughs> why do I want to go somewhere? Oh, it's weird. Where this I'm one... like in a fucking glass box yeah. looking out and be like, if I go that way, I'll die. But over <laughs> here I can spend $16 on a hot dog. Somebody made me at the resort. It's weird. I, I saw this thread about this guy named Toby Flenderson who quit his HR job and broke his back. It's so strange. No, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, especially like think about like when we went to, to Switzerland, right? Yeah. Like Geneva is like the most expensive place I've ever been. It was it was unreal. It was insane. Like I I had no idea that a city could be make, made up solely of shopping centers. I it, didn't know that ex that was a thing. I mean, and we didn't do any research at all on on Switzerland. Like, yeah, I did personally zero. I the only thing I I researched was the Alps. That was it, and just because I thought it was beautiful and I kind of wanted to go. But and that honest that was the best part. The, yeah, the best part of Switzerland was the actual nature part. Yeah, it was that was people have built ride. shit around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's I mean that just goes to show that I mean it just depends on what you value. If you value you know fine dining and staying in a ritzy hotel and having the best view then like yeah it's gonna cost a pretty penny but if you're just going for like you know the natural aspects and kind of get submerged or uh, uh Im immersed in the culture then you can do it it's possible like daniel is it worth it to go to bora bora and spend <laughs> five thousand dollars on a, a week-long trip just for kayaking on crystal clear water that you've never done before I, if that's the only way to do it then probably not if there's yeah. a cheaper way to do it, then it might be worth it. But it yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's people that 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 will pay like thousands and thousands of dollars to go stay in that hotel in South Africa where the giraffes walk right up and they'll like reach their heads into your your room, and, and that's just purely people just want it just for the photographs to say that they can stay at that place when it's super expensive and it's always booked. But it's just it's one of those things. So you get to touch but a yeah, giraffe. You, yeah, yeah. A, but a I mean, I can go to the Fort Worth Zoo and and touch a giraffe this weekend if i wanted to can you touch the giraffes there yeah they have like a little balcony where they come up and you can feed them lettuce i, I mean, had think one about it wrap its tongue around my hand it was freaky oh god i i think about so like let's say in like the 1700s people imported these animals no one's ever seen before they've only seen them in drawings tigers and giraffes mm -hmm. and elephants and stuff and i kind of consider them the same way as uh, as those people did back then because i don't see those things they're practically mythical to me mm -hmm. i can imagine what a giraffe would be like but i have no idea <laughs> i've seen one once at disney world and it was very far away yeah they're just so. extruded cattle <laughs> i mean it's just yeah. a large it's a, just a large oddly shaped cow with like a nine inch tongue <laughs> i mean 
Think about animals that you see on a on a if not daily but regular basis that people in other countries have ne- across the oceans never ever seen not once in their life like a tree squirrel. Yeah. Or I don't know. I'm sure there are places where there are no domestic house cats or dogs and stuff. I mean Well, my get- favorite thing is that we've like imported these crazy African animals here to Texas and then you have ground squirrels on a tree right next to giraffes which were definitely not <laughs> they're not friends in nature obviously there's not i don't think there's squirrels in africa it's like a, but it's so funny to see this uh, yeah. 20 foot tall giraffe just locking eyes with a it's uh, like a picture and, and, and tried to like show it to a natural biologist and be like hey where is this you'd yeah. be very confused geographically uh, where would you place that's this a, animal kingdom yeah. Di- yeah. disney world <laughs> yeah yeah, it's a, a fascinating place for sure. There's a there's a place, a uh, a ranch or something on the way to Galveston, uh, that has zebras. You, you seen that? Like going past Mm-mm. Smithville. Zebra. Oh, um, they have I, they have zebras and maybe some buffalo and some other kind of stuff. It just isn't it so weird how captivated you are just to like say so just look. It's just a horse it's with a stripes. It's a horse with stripes. It's a horse with stripes. But it's you look at it, you're like, thing. holy shit, it's a fucking zebra. So now, so yeah. now there's a zebra. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, look at that. I don't yeah. see that every day. Exactly. It is. It's very odd. <laughs> On my uh, so when I I took that weird little bike tour for one second and about 200 miles north west of here on this bumfuck nothing road, there's just a really tall fence to my left and I'm just riding and it's it's a oddly tall fence and I'm like that's a weirdly tall fence but it's a game fence because they have exotic animals and about a mile down the road there's a huge property there was a herd of maybe like 50 or 60 ostriches <laughs> like full grown <laughs> huge birds yeah. ostriches just chilling and like some of them were running some of them were like eating and I just sat there and just stared at them yeah. I was like how often am I going to get to see an ostrich? I just want to like store this memory in my head. That's why I want to be there. I want to look at it and be like, I need to remember this for later. Yeah. But yeah. I don't really need to, do I? It's like you stumble on the set like, of Or to see or like such a concentration of them too it would was, also be really foreign. It was kind yeah. of surreal. But I think it's only just because it's unfamiliar to me. You know, sure. like if I saw a herd of a hundred house cats suddenly walking through a field, I'd be like, "Huh?" <laughs> I would, maybe maybe keep would my eyes on this. Captivating <laughs> to me, I don't know. This doesn't seem right. Speaking of house cats, they are brutalizing these blinds. Are they just so like proud. scaling them up? up the, the I think I want to go outside, but I I better go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better get ready for work. For show. Woo! All right. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel, it was fun. Nice, nice to see you. It was good.